This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The province of Nova Scotia has announced that it's going to have a spring black bear pilot hunt starting this spring. The government has opened up a public survey for residents of Nova Scotia about the spring black bear hunt. And sources are telling me that the public conversation about this spring hunt is being flooded by anti-hunting narratives and that people from outside the province of Nova Scotia are actually filling out this survey, which is meant just for Nova Scotia residents. To be expected, the narrative that spring black bear hunting orphans cubs has reportedly surfaced in the discussion in Nova Scotia. Every spring, the same thing happens in Ontario. Last year, I made this video to address each one of the claims of the anti-hunting narrative for spring black bear hunting in Ontario. So share this video with your friends and family in Nova Scotia because it conveys the truth about spring black bear hunting. The number one attack against spring black bear hunting is that hunters orphan cubs. This story starts in Ontario and goes way back to 1995 where groups, especially the Animal Alliance of Canada, that was leading the charge against a moratorium on the spring black bear hunt in Ontario, came out and they were saying that hunters were orphaning between one and 2,000 cubs every spring just in the province of Ontario. So scientists in the Ontario government took a look at the data and they produced a paper that said, no, 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 no. Theoretically, based on the number of females that are legally harvested and the proportion that could have cubs based on their age, an average litter size of 2.4 cubs per nursing female 
they said the theoretical number would be 274 orphan cubs. So then spokespeople for groups like the Animal Alliance of Canada came out and said, Ontario admits they kill 274 cubs every spring. And then the scientists had to refute that. But in 1999, politicians believed the anti-hunters and they prohibited, banned the spring black bear hunt in Ontario. It took hunters over 10 years to get that hunt back. The bear scientists in Ontario said that the orphaning of cubs by hunters in the spring black bear hunt is an extremely rare circumstance. Okay, one of the claims is that nursing females, females with cubs in the spring of the year are more vulnerable to being shot by hunters. In fact, that's not true. They are actually less vulnerable, primarily because a nursing sow with cubs is much more seclusive and tends to stay away from anything and everybody, especially wanting to stay away from other bears. They are less likely to come into a hunter's bait station because they do not want to run into a dominant boar, which then may kill the cubs. So they are less vulnerable to start out with. A sow black bear doesn't become of breeding age till about five years of age. And then she's only breeding every other year because the cubs stay with her for about six, 16 to 18 months. So the percentage of female bears that have cubs and don't have cubs in any given year reduce the probability that a hunter is going to orphan cubs. So I took a look at Ontario's harvest data. And roughly, females are harvested. They're a smaller proportion of the harvest than, than male bears. But the percentage of those female bears that are of breeding age varies from year to year, from anywhere of 90% of the female harvest to around 50 to 60% of the harvest. So in any given year, Females are harvested, but only a percentage of them could potentially be of breeding age. So that reduces the probability that a hunter is going to kill a nursing sow. There's a lot of reasons why cubs could be abandoned, natural reasons. A, a sow might abandon her cubs because things are very tough in the springtime, her fitness levels are low, her milk production's low, to preserve herself and her own survival, she may abandon her cubs over self-preservation. If a sow is run over by a vehicle, the cubs can be abandoned. Cubs can die of exposure, they can die of starvation, they can die of diseases, they can die of predation, they can die from cannibalism, the, the sows themselves may cannibalize their own cubs if they're, if they're struggling to find food in the springtime. And of course, other bears will cannibalize the cubs of other females, especially big dominant boars. Of all these factors that can contribute to the death or abandonment of cubs, the 
only thing that's regulated is hunting. And in Ontario and across Canada, it is illegal to kill a female black bear with cubs. Cub stashing, that's another claim that the anti-hunting groups put out there. So here's the scenario. A sow has cubs and there's a hunter's bait station. She wants to go to the bait station. So she stashes her cubs in a hollow tree or a hollow log. We all know the stories of deer in the early spring whose fawns lay down on the ground and they stay there while the doe goes off and feeds. So they say the same thing happens with black bears. They stash their cubs and then a lone sow walks into a hunter's bait station. The hunter watches her for a while, sees that she has no cubs and shoots her. And there's abandoned cubs back in some hollow tree or hollow log. So first of all, this is not a well-established behavior of black bears. Those cubs stay in tow, close at hand to that female, their mother, everywhere she goes. There was a study done in Manitoba to answer this question. So what they did is they took the reproductive tracks of female black bears that hunters harvested in the spring. And from that, they could determine whether or not that sow had cubs or not. And what they found in the study was that less than 2% of the females harvested in the study area in Manitoba during the spring could have had cubs. It doesn't mean they had cubs. The study of the reproductive tracts said she could have had cubs. Now the cubs could have abandoned or died for all those other reasons that I talked about, which is why scientists say the, the probability of a hunter killing a female bear with cubs is extremely rare. I'm not, I'm not going to say that it couldn't happen or it doesn't happen. It's extremely rare. So the other claim that anti-hunters put out there, hunters can't tell the difference between a male and a female black bear. In fact, I just saw something that said biologists can't even tell the difference between a boar and a sow. It's, it, it's hard to talk to that one because it's almost like laughable to say that a scientist or a biologist cannot tell the difference between a male and a female black bear. Let's, so let's just deal with hunters. Hunters are trained to tell the difference. Hunters that use bait stations talk about the value of that in having time to judge, watch, and study a bear to determine its sex. One of the key things that hunters do in bait scenarios is they'll hang bait to get a bear to stand up so they can see whether or not it has teats, or the penile tuft of hair. Hunters don't want to kill female black bears with cubs. They're good, honest, ethical people. So this argument that they can't tell the difference is completely erroneous in my perspective. Hunters do their due diligence. They know they can tell by body shape. They can tell by body size. They use trail cameras to watch bears come and go and see whether or not a particular bear has cubs. They take their time. They study. They watch. They know there is a chance 
that a small medium-sized bear in the springtime could have cubs, so they spend the time to watch. Good binoculars, good optics, patience, and trained in knowing the nuance between a boar and a sow. So during the decade that Ontario banned the spring black bear hunt, they had some pilot hunts just to start testing what was going on with spring black bear hunting and scientists were monitoring what was going on. One of the things they did in the wildlife management units where the pilot hunt was going on is they increased the amount of conservation officers that were in those hunting units during the spring black bear pilot hunts. During the time frame where all that spring black bear pilot hunt was happening, there was not a single charge laid against a hunter for violating the law and killing a sow with cubs. 100% compliance. That speaks to the fact that hunters do not want to shoot a sow with cubs and they know how to tell the difference. That is a very good metric. In Ontario, in the 40s and 50s, so just after World War II, like all across North America, the black bear was considered vermin. And they were wantonly killed simply as a pest. The province of Ontario had a bounty of between $5 and $10 if you killed a black bear and brought it in, including cubs. Black bears in the 1960s in Ontario were elevated to game status. They had a hunting season. They started doing science on them. Hunters had to be trained by tags and there were quotas set and hunting seasons based on science and conservation. Laws were put in place to protect nursing females and cubs. In the 40s and 50s in Ontario, a black bear was vermin that was worth between $5 and $10. Today in Ontario, black bear hunting is a $50 million a year business, about $13.5 million just for the spring hunt alone. The black bear has value. It has value to hunters. It has value to communities that make revenue from foreign hunters coming in and from resident hunters hunting. Therefore, society as a whole in Ontario and across Canada values the black bear because it has game status and it has a regulated science-based sustainable hunt attached to spring black bears. Black bears in Canada still to this day occupy 95% of their historical range. More than in the United States, we have black bears in Canada in just about every corner of the province where they were hundreds if not thousands of years ago. There are still black bears there today in healthy abundant populations. Why? Why do black bears have value? Why are their populations doing well? Why are they still distributed throughout their entire historical range? Because of hunting. <laughs>